Welcome, alive humans, to another episode of Not Too Deep. My name is Grace Helbig, and this week's guest is an exciting one, as always. And, oh God, it's just, I'm sorry, I'm taking a moment to myself to remember how ridiculous all of his stories were that he said on the podcast. It's Shane Dawson is this week's guest, and I've been on his podcast, which is always a hilarious and kind of terrifying time because he is not afraid to talk about anything and everything and is not afraid to ask really, really personal questions, which was really fun for this podcast in which I asked him no personal questions and he continued to offer very personal stories without us forcing him to. In fact, he's told some of the craziest Uber driver stories that I have ever heard. Also, uh, a a misconnection sexual encounter Craigslist-esque type of story gets told, which still to this day I can't believe actually happened. He's just a magnet for terrible times that make for great stories and he told a lot of them here. He also (laughs) is the uh, creator of the first tweet from my phone on my account that I've ever had to delete immediately after because it was so um, not good for all parties involved. So stick around to hear that scenario go down. Also, after the podcast, we shot a video for my YouTube channel that you can go over and watch on youtube.com slash itsgrace. And we played the Play-Doh challenge where we tried to create animals out of Play-Doh and Chester C, who happened to be around, was the judge. And we learned that Chester is awful at knowing what animals look like. So after you finish listening to the most horrific and wonderful Uber stories of all time, go over to youtube.com slash itsgrace to watch that challenge. Without further ado, let Shane regale you with tales of terrible. Guys, today I'm here with the one and only Shane Dawson. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like you're doing like a voiceover reel. I just got stuck in the middle of my fake personality, which is YouTube, Uh and then my podcast personality, which is semi. Okay, here's my question for you. Okay, so here's my question for you. What do you describe your podcast personality? Is that more true to real life for you? It's more depressing. Okay, it's darker. Yeah. Um. I don't shower. I shower today. I'm having a lot of conflicting because there's a camera, so I'm also like showered. Yeah. No, I know. Don't even worry about the camera. Don't play to it. It's literally just kind of annoying. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally what my mom used to say about me. Um. Don't play with it. Uh, don't encourage it. No, I don't know. So, okay. I think I'm just going to be myself and I'm going to be negative and angry and hate everything. Great. I am very optimistic for what we're about to talk about then. Great. Um, I'm super excited for you to be here because I was so nervous to do your podcast for the first time um it was kind of a nervousness that i also had for doing written links podcast for the first time though yours i will say uh you know a much more like pop culture environment where Rhett and link is very much like Who we are getting you? to yeah. the core <laughs> yeah. yeah when i walked in Rhett and links was one of the first podcasts i ever did and the first question was like and you were abused and i was like okay <laughs> starting off with a bang guys and i've told them they've been on this podcast i literally have said to them you are the inspiration for my <laughs> podcast not being deep or meaningful <laughs> in any way because i've been on their podcast twice now and both times have been a very intimidating experience though also very comforting at the same time there's something about them being good cop bad cop the Mm -hmm. lighting that's like overhead as if you're being interrogated by Mm -hmm. the police they're both like really religious so it's almost like like a like are they mormon 
I'm not sure. They just, oh. they have a lot of children. Yeah, there's something. There's like a judgmental vibe, but also like a caring vibe. Yes. It's very much my childhood. It's very caring. At the end of the day, like I would leave, like literally I remember Hannah texting me and being like, I said too much. I need to call them now and say they can't use like half of that podcast. I'm like, yeah, they create a very nurturing environment yeah. where you want to tell them and you want their feedback and their opinions because they are, they're, they're also tall, which I guess is Extremely intimidating. Tall. Yeah. I started seeing a therapist at, and like, this isn't even a joke. I started seeing a therapist after that, like two <laughs> weeks after I was like, you know what? I need to start talking about this stuff. This is actually really helpful for my growth. Yeah. So maybe yeah. I, instead of podcast, I'll just pay someone in private to have these yeah. conversations. Yeah. Thanks guys. Okay. Well, this won't be a therapy session at all for you. So okay, you don't God. need to worry at all. Um, so what's going to happen is I have some questions for you and then Twitter has some questions for you. And, um, and then we're going to do a YouTube video at the end of this, which is going to be really fun. Bing, bang, boom. Um, so I will just get into my questions. We're going to start light. Um, first question, what are your thoughts on Gogurt? <gasps> I have your spell. Sorry. Okay. No, I know. Just you gasped, and I was like, yes, soul sister. I also have extreme opinions about Gogurt. Okay. I have like this anger toward it because mm-hmm. I was never allowed to have it because we were like poor. So it was like, it was kind of it was a the lunchables. expensive treat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was in that, that realm. We yeah. were like right under it with that. Only rich people yeah. are allowed to have convenient snacks. Mm. Oh, and the watermelon <laughs> one. I don't even know. I've never had Gogurt. I don't like it. You, but you never had it. I, I just, I don't like what it stands for. Okay. Yogurt itself is easy to eat. Mm-hmm. Why are we trying to make it easier? But listen, at least it's not drinkable. Like, stop yeah. it with that shit. <laughs> who needs to drink their fucking yogurt? Who, 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 who do they advertise that to? Like people with no teeth. Like uh, yogurt is already soft. And sorry, I'm getting negative. See, this is the real me. Yogurt is already soft enough. You fucking idiot. Why do you need to drink it? And there goes our yo play sponsor for this podcast. <laughs> Dannon is out. Um, yeah, I just thought it was gross. The idea of like putting a plastic uh, limp tube into your mouth Oof. and squeezing it into Oof. your person. I'm like, Oof. that's just. Gross. Unless it's almond butter. I don't know if you've tried it. Oh my but God. Justin, don't get, get me in my face. Started. Don't get me started. Oh. Um, I had a very tumultuous relationship with um, cinnamon raisin peanut butter. <gasps> oh. <laughs> oh my God. Me too. It tastes like it tastes like bread dough. It literally tastes like um, like oatmeal cookie dough that yeah. you're just like, I am oh. just, there's no regrets except complete regret after oh. you eat the whole can. Oh my can. God. Um, well, I'm glad that we got our thoughts on Gogurt out right away because that could have been... I just didn't want to sit on that for the rest of this mm-hmm. conversation. Um, okay. Would you rather have a big dog or three smaller dogs stacked on top of each other wearing a trench coat? Okay. Um, that's my mom's house on a Friday night. <laughs> <laughs> Which one? All of it? All of it. She has 12 dogs. Um, Are you serious? I wish it's you guys can't see it, so it's not worth it. But I have pictures. My mom, she doesn't get drunk. She gets like out of hand. And she sent me four pictures in a row of her with each dog with different Elvis hats. Oh, my God. There's a lot going on. Like, how is Mamrie not spent a Friday night with your mom? (laughs) Like, that's dangerous combination. (laughs) Oh, let's make it happen. Um, But she seriously has 12 dogs. Okay, let me think. Because I used to keep buying dogs to fill a void in my heart that never could fill. Sure. Yeah, I buy shirts. And so... (laughs) Um, so yeah, I was buying a lot of dogs when I was living with her when I was a teenager. And then when I moved out, I was like, well, bye. Now she has all the dogs and Uh the cats. So just four dogs, two cats, three dogs, two cats, something like that. But it makes her happy. 
Uh, yeah, she's like Snow White. Like she walks around and they all follow her. <laughs> it's really pretty. And they're all wearing costumes and it's a very weird world. I think it's great. Who needs people when you can dress animals as people mm-hmm. and they don't talk to you? She gets really embarrassed. I don't know if you have people in your life that do this. Maybe, maybe memory. But yeah. um, my mom, I caught her talking to them, but like talking to them. Like I was in the other room and I heard... <laughs> Okay, so um, Charlie, do you think that we should we should paint the wall burgundy? Like really talking to them, and then I walked out and like mom, and she's like, huh, what? Oh, oh, oh no. Yeah, that's Mamrie will do it, but very openly, like does not mm-hmm. have shame in it. Like literally, Mamrie has a voice that she takes on when she talks to Beans. Like it's a Beans voice, and also has a voice when she is impersonating Beans. Like she has developed these whole alternate dimensions of her reality with this dog that's healthier though i yeah it is and also she uses it for you know snapchat her snapchat with beans is like pretty special snapchat do i have to make one do you have one i have one have you not no it's actually here's my i don't understand it it terrifies me i think that um people might be doing bad things with it who knows however i will say it's really fun because you don't have to put any thought into it you know if i post an instagram photo i want to have a witty caption if i post a tweet i want it to be a joke and instagram or uh, snapchat rather is literally like here's a microphone stand deal with that and people deal with it do we really though need another way for these shitty teenagers to have no talent and be like i don't need any thought into this I mean, maybe. Mm. Who knows? Now there's like Snapchat shows. There's Snapchat oh, celebrities. No. Yeah. There's a whole other thing. I mean, no, I'm excited to just think like, what is now the future post Snapchat? What happens next? Literally nothing. I don't know if you've seen this on your iPhone. Now you can send people voice voice recordings. Oh, but that has been a thing for a while, right? Where you can send like basically like a voice text where it's like instead oh, of actually... All I know is that I saw Shay Carl doing it a bunch, and I was like, that's actually kind of smart. I got a really drunk one from one of the O2L kids. Oh, my God. <laughs> I probably can't say which one legally, but that's I'll fun. show you. I'll play it later. It's pretty great. Oh, my God. I am too excited. <laughs> uh, that should have been the name of your book. Uh, <laughs> Fuck it. I'll just play it now. No. <laughs> okay. Worst injury you've ever given yourself? Okay. This is pretty good. I Okay. Um, by the way, oh, I kind of already made a video about this, so it's not that new, but I almost got raped the other day. We'll talk about it. Whoa, that's um, going to be maybe too deep for this podcast. Save it for written link. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it ends with a joke. Okay. Um, okay, so worst injury, I was 12 and I passed out in the shower because I it got really hot. <laughs> sure yeah classic 12 year old activity just getting (laughs) real steamy uh and i passed out and i hit my head on the faucet and it split my head open oh my god and it was my mom's 40th birthday and she She ran into the (laughs) all the dogs dressed as doctors (laughs) infiltrated the bathroom they all came in and she opened the door i was you know 12 huge fat naked blood everywhere oh that's terrible. she found me naked in a tub unconscious oh my god you this know. is like a tlc reality show right now <laughs> oh it's pretty good and then uh yeah so then when i went to the doctor you know i was laying and i woke up and i was oh conscious whatever and i didn't know what was going on and i felt the back of my head my oh. mouth it was like an open mouth oh. on my head. so i got staples oh. and um yeah that was pretty rough that is awful worst I've... 40 birthday ever <laughs> yeah I um I drunkenly fell down my neighbor's steps playing with their dog one night um and got 
stitches in my forehead, which is probably the worst. I've like prided myself on being, I'm a very clumsy human being, but I've never like broken a bone, knock on wood. I have like, my dad used to have a chin up bar and I used to do gymnastics when I was younger and I one day was swinging on it and it came off of the hinges that it was on and I uh, had a concussion. And uh, that was like the most serious injury I had growing up. And then literally as an adult, like two years ago, (laughs) fell down my neighbor's steps because it was a football party and I got way too drunk. The best part of the story is that Hannah Hart was there. She drove me to the hospital. She literally had to take off her koala onesie to drive me to the (laughs) hospital because she came outside and the guy I was dating at the time came outside. And I was just, I don't remember a single thing of it Uh, I was, like, just on the bottom of the stairs laying, and the dog was next to me, and, like, face was just, like, covered in blood. Oh. Yeah, insane, insane, insane. Um, Wow. How does drinking work? Okay, I just started drinking. Yeah. But then I had to stop. (laughs) Sure. Well, you have a very extreme personality, I (laughs) feel like. So I feel like you, it's a sensitive thing. Well, but I learned that I have, uh, I don't know the proper words for it, but Mm -hmm. alcohol does nothing to me. I drank like oh. three bottles of vodka, bottle of Fireball. I drank all these and things in like an hour. Nothing happened. Really? Nothing. Really? Yeah, nothing. I No offense. I find that hard to believe just based I, on the science <laughs> of bodies. I don't know what it is. I literally, I went through so much on New Year's, I think it was. And I just kept, Lisa just kept giving me stuff. She's like, oh, try this. I don't know. Try this. And yeah. her friends kept giving me stuff and boom, 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 boom. Then I drank like three bottles of rum chata, which, oh my God, that was so good. But Uh-oh. nothing nothing really and you remember everything remember everything and you woke up no hangover no voice texts nothing no voice text not a single voice text (laughs) uh well then you're not really drinking unless o2l sends you a voice text um yeah it's it's different for different people so what do you drink that will make you forget everything (laughs) i need that (laughs) um i don't know if i can give you i feel like that's something you need to really find for yourself Okay. okay um i i i don't know i know that for myself when I have to refrain myself from taking shots, I'm someone that when I drink socially, I get super excited mm. about like, I'm around human beings mm. and we're having a fun time. So I'm a very much a shot instigator where I'm like, let's do shots, let's do shots. And then I realize like, oh no, shots are just, you know, straight alcohol yeah. that you're just putting into your person over and over again. So I've learned that I need to um, have actual drinks rather than shots because uh, I don't last long at the party if I'm just allowing myself to do that. That's how I feel about sweet potato fries <laughs> and corn fritters. These are new. Oh, God. These are new. Oh, don't get me started. Sweet potato fries. Oh. I feel like people are really judgy about people that like sweet potato fries. Extremely judgy. They feel like they're like white trash fries. And I'm like, no, no, no. And then they say, oh, what do you do? Dip it in ketchup? That's fucking gross. And I'm like, no, no, no. You dip it in hot marshmallow, <gasps> hot marshmallow fluff, or you dip it in really thick maple syrup. What so the move what? the fuck on, bitch. Also, so good. if you've ever tried sweet potato fries with barbecue sauce. Oh, great. Get real. Have another. like Honey chipotle sauce. Uh, Don't get me started. God. <laughs> This just got really perverted. Okay. Um, Have you ever broken into someone's home? Why or why not? (sighs) Broken into somebody's house. I don't think I have. Okay. Well, this... Okay, this kind of leads me into that story I said earlier. This is a nice segue. I'll keep it short, though, because it's it's deep and disturbing. Oh, okay. My favorite adjectives. (laughs) (laughs) Long story short, uh, I was in North Hollywood looking for parking because I was uh, going to edit a video at some editor guy's house. Okay. 
And I call him. I'm like, hey, I can't find parking. He's like, oh, my roommate's going to come down and, and flag you in. Uh, he's like a tall Mexican guy, mustache. Like, you'll know him. I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> he's basically the <laughs> Mexican emoji that we have on all of our phones now. He's an emoji. So I saw a Mexican guy with a mustache, and I, and I rolled down my window. I said, hey, parking? And he goes, yeah, and waves me in. I'm like, okay. Takes me into his garage. I'm like, how nice is giving his garage space? And then the garage closes, pitch black. Oh, my God. This sounds like the start of an episode of Dexter right now. I don't know what's going to happen. So I get out of the car, and I'm like, so what's it like to live with an editor? Nothing. Because I don't know if I'm going to start combo. Also, clearly in podcast Shane mode, let's ask some questions. Let's get to the root of this. And he walks me up this long red corridor of stairs. Like, really? I've never even seen red stairs before. Um, And we're walking, and he opens up the door, and there's no furniture in the apartment. There's, like, lawn chairs and newspaper clippings. Like maybe They're there's a dog quirky. there. They're <laughs> quirky. They're quirky and fun. Silver likey. And I was like, oh, um, like, did you guys just move in? And he goes, I don't really live here. <laughs> what? Oh. So my first thought was maybe he's visiting. Okay. Sure. So then he's like, and I'm like, where are we going? He's like, over here. Opens up a bedroom door. It's black. I walk in and I'm like, oh, is this, is this where we're going to do it? Thinking we're going to edit a video. And he's like, yep. Closes the door. Locks it. Turns on a tiny little Pixar lamp. Oh my click, God. Click. Light goes on. I look around. There's a mattress and a towel. Oh and my god! That's it. Oh my! I turn god. around. He's blocking the door, <gasps> and then he goes, "All right, let's do this." Unzips his pants and turns off the lamp. What? I start screaming. I start. I, my safe words come out. I start screaming. I'm like, "No, no! Who is this? Who are you? What's happening?" I, it was a little sing song. I, I know. I was like, "Did it turn into High School Musical?" What's happening? <laughs> and then he and then he turns on the light and he's like, "What do you mean?" I'm like, "Who are you? What's going on? I'm I'm uncomfortable. I'm not safe." Oh my and god! And then he said, "Oh, he said." he'd be in a truck wrong truck man wrong <gasps> truck can i go and he's like are you gonna tell anybody and i was like no i'm not gonna tell anybody and i fucking except ran out of there my except podcast for my audience. podcast audience <laughs> and youtube.com slash shane um oh my god yeah, i got the hell out of there um i he does not live there i guess it was a craigslist situation <gasps> yeah. so th- that wasn't even your editor's apartment oh all. no it was so just then, a complete yeah. oh random coincidence that there's two mexican guys with mustaches both getting looking for parking oh my god yeah i want to like put hand sanitizer all over my person just hearing this i called and this is the best part i called lisa right afterward because yeah. i was like just want to let you know like okay i almost just had sex with a guy and it, but it wasn't it was an accident and i didn't know it and i told her what happened and she was laughing so hard she was crying and she couldn't breathe and i was like shouldn't you be worried for me and she's like i can't breathe like laughing so hard so oh my god so yeah it was great um so that so, was a break-in, kind of. Yeah. So what's that guy's Twitter handle? And how do I see oh, what else he's up to? I feel so bad for uh, him. Oh. Okay. Well, maybe this is a helpful question then. Um, <laughs> who do you think has worse nervous diarrhea, football players or ice skaters? Mm, uh, I'm, oh, gosh. I know. It's a tough question. I was thinking about this too long earlier. I My thought is ice, ice skaters. skaters. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Because they already drink the ballerina tea, for sure. What? <gasps> I don't know, know what that is. Tea? No. Is it, baller- is it supposed to like keep them thin and lithe? Yeah. Ballerina tea, they only sell it in Chinese and Japanese uh, like little uh, gift shops. Or and it's called ballerina tea. It's called ballerina tea. Okay. Um, and there's a little ballerina on it, and you drink it, and you diarrhea for like two days. And oh, you so get it's really like a skinny. laxative. Yeah. Okay. Like a laxative tea. <laughs> but like a high-class laxative like sold one. only in Chinese gift shops. <laughs> yeah, because I guess it's like illegal. 
Okay. I, I had one cup of it because I, I was really constipated. When you take Vicodin, <laughs> it's getting deep. Too this deep. Is, yeah. Uh, you get constipated. So sure. I took the tea and I was literally inconsolable. I was on the bathroom floor for like two days, cramps, oh crying, just diarrhea, oh. horrible. I diarrhea in the bathtub because I needed more room. Oh <laughs> it was so intense. You haven't lived till you've squished diarrhea down oh the drain with your toes, Grace Helbig. You haven't lived. Ah, this isn't even too deep. This is just like too much. Um, oh my God. What a life you lead, Shane Dawson. Ah, it's been a The journey. glamour. The glamour. He's the written glitz. a book, guys. <laughs> the glitz of it all. Um, no, Mamrie, I know, I don't know if I should be saying this, but I'm going to say that when we were uh, when we were traveling for Hey USA, you know, when you're traveling so much and going through so many different altitudes on planes, your body just is like, nope, we're not digesting Mm-mm. anything. Everything stays in my ear to the point that literally by like week two, memory would have to like tell the PAs like, can you get us like some Red Bull, some water and just like some laxatives? <laughs> <laughs> Every week, maybe just we would get off of our shoot early and maybe we'd be like, I can't hang out tonight. It's me, some wine, some Bravo Rowdy TV and a couple laxatives. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh. you do you, girl. Well, next time I see her, I'll bring her some, some ballerina. Too. Yeah, seriously, she'd be into that. <laughs> um, okay, what, what do you think Channing Tatum is awful at? Okay. I mean, there's a whole, like, you know, universe of potential. Breathing uh, with his mouth closed. He's the biggest <laughs> mouth breather I've ever seen in my life. And now he's made that his thing. Like, oh, it's God. it's his brand now. Is he good? I don't know. Here's the thing. I feel like he gets a bad rap, but probably in person is a hilarious, nice human. But hilarious, like, intentionally or hilarious like Ricky Dillon? That I don't know. I here I think he I think he has to at this point in his career I'm an optimist. I would think that he would be, you know, self-aware, but who knows to be honest, no one knows. Okay. Uh so I guess he's not good at uh sculpting. Yeah. Who is? No one. I don't one. think he has gentle hands. I don't think his hands <laughs> no, are, really, you know. He's got like caveman yeah. sledgehammer hands yeah. and just kind of ruin everything in its path. Good at squashing garlic, <laughs> which I'm terrible <laughs> at. I can't do it. What? All you have to do is put a knife. Rachel Ray taught me this. You just put mm. a knife flat on it, slam the top, and then Throw the rest in the good old GB and you're yeah, done. Yeah, the garbage bowl. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. She is a peach. Um <laughs> Okay, this is uh, now we're getting into the questions that I kind of ask everyone that have I used to only ask one question consistently, but I'm just so interested about all these questions that I've been asking these more consistently. Who in the universe, celebrity, non-celebrity, you know, the dead alive, would you most want to see fall down without being hurt? I just think one of the funniest things I've learned in life is that watching someone fall down especially when they're not hurt, oh. is like the most hilarious oh, yeah. thing. I mean, I fall all the time, and yeah. I understand that that provides comedy for people around yeah. me. I think people falling down is so great. It's the best. And so if you could see someone fall. I love children falling. Well, yeah, that's really great. Sophia Grace, I can't stand her. <laughs> I'm kidding, but I can't stand her. What is that? I love her, though. She's great. <laughs> I, I, she, I get very anxious when I see Sophia Grace because, well, also... I have a very distinct memory. When I moved to Los Angeles um, two years and change ago, 
Uh, I moved into this like cabin that I was supposed to live in, but we didn't have any furniture at the time. So literally it was me on an air mattress by myself in this cabin. And I just got into a K-hole of watching Sophia, Grace and Rosie. And I was one terrified in this cabin because Los Angeles is so much more quiet than Brooklyn was. So I was like, someone's clearly going to murder me tonight. So I want my last video I ever see to be (laughs) Sophia, Grace and Rosie on uh, the red carpet of like the Grammys talking (laughs) to Katy Perry. I got so deep in a K-hole of watching their videos that it was... um it was not a great night. Not oh. a great night. Have you seen her like professional music videos? Yeah, the girls one? just wanna have girls. Oh my god! What is god. it? The best friends one. That oh, she that's has a up? new one. That's a good one. And um, Rosie's not in it. No, she's, she's not. She I got know. rid of her. What happened? And Sophia. That's her name, right? Sophia. Uh huh. What the hell is her name? I just Sophia said it. Grace. Sophia. I can't yeah. remember it. She. It's so crazy. She has the head of Rosie O'Donnell from League of Our Own, and I can't get over it. It's the same head. You know what I'm saying? Or no, on Rosie O'Donnell's TV show, Rosie O'Donnell's show, she had like an animated version of her. Well, here's my, she is, I am. She's six. (laughs) She makes me so anxious because I just get worried for like her future. But the best thing about like her music videos is that clearly there's like a director off camera being like, everyone look really happy. You just got these new clothes from Walmart. And she goes from like zero to a million. (laughs) Like there's no in between. All the other girls are clearly, you know, like actresses and they're like, yay, look at these clothes. And she, her smile is like lifting off of her face and like traveling to the moon. It is insane. so dark. That I'm like, how do you have a conversation that's like, can you just like tone it down? Like, no, like, you like can't. be happy, but like not like ah! like yeah. someone gave a gerbil Red Bull for yeah. the first time. No, I've watched the B roll and it's dark. <gasps> oh, I haven't seen no, the B roll. No, it's dark. She goes, it's she goes like you said from zero to hundred. So it's just like the saddest Rosie O'Donnell League of Our Own moment, <laughs> and then at the action, and then it's a whole different. It's insane. It's why I love toddlers and tiaras because mm. of the go go juice and all of it that's happening. Yeah. That it's just literally like yeah. I know owning a dog that like my dog gets really worked up and I give it so many bones mm. to like calm it down, you know, uh, put its attention or anxiety into some other activity. That literally she just like falls asleep so quickly because she's just so tired from Mm. chewing bones because of her anxiety that I imagine that at night Sophia Grace must just like fall asleep like standing up because she's extended herself so much um okay here's another question (laughs) to lighten the mood a little bit here's another question I ask everyone who would you most want to throw cold spaghetti at because here's the thing cold spaghetti sends a message but doesn't hurt anybody Oh my God, I hate so many people. Yeah, I asked the Gregory Brothers this for the first time and they wanted to throw it at their landlord who was, I guess, kind of a dick. And, Mm. you know, they're very nice humans. So Mm. it's like a way to send that landlord a message that like, you're a dick, but we clearly haven't broken the law by throwing cold spaghetti at you. I would throw Sue Plantation and Zachary Quinto. I would throw the entire oh. restaurant of Soup Plantation. I haven't been him. there. I heard great things about it. Actually, it's too good for him. I would throw <laughs> the I- Italy, the little Ital- Italy area of hometown buffet at him <laughs> with meatballs and kiluted. Okay, okay. Just he's the only person. Because listen, I hate a lot of people, but not publicly. You know what I'm sure. saying? You're in the same boat. Yeah. Um, he's somebody that's like hated on me publicly, so I can hate on him back publicly. Why not? You can send a message without it being um, detrimental to his like physical life. Yeah. yeah. Nobody's gonna like not watch the slap on nbc because i threw spaghetti at there you go it. that's a real show by there the you way. go uh oh i haven't heard of it 
the commercial is is Zachary Quinto slapping oh, a little no. girl. Yeah, I saw. <laughs> no, I did see the billboard for it, and it's yeah, the slap, and it's just like a triangle of people looking really horrified. And I was like, yeah. I hate whatever and this is. I'm out. Yeah, I assume that it's a little girl gets slapped, and her family has to deal with the repercussions of it. And if that's exactly what it is, what? what? But the poster looks like Anchorman. Very confusing. Oh my gosh. Okay, and this is the question I ask everyone. Um, since day one, and we'll take a break after this. Um, I feel like I've heard a lot of, you know, your pants shitting stories already. I'm sorry. But will you please enlighten us um, with your worst pants shitting story, but you can only describe it in three words or three small phrases. So, for an example, my worst story is college jogging front lawn. Okay. Yeah. I get it. I can see it. Yeah. Mine actually, it's so funny. I almost told you this earlier when we were at the table. Thank My, God you did it. Thank God. It was because such good pod. This is gold. <laughs> <laughs> Great cast. Um, earlier today. Uh-huh. So, oh, three words Walgreens, Valentine's, squatting. Wow. Okay. No follow up questions. <laughs> Excellent. That really oh, just really romanticized this whole podcast. I can't do us. iced coffee anymore. I can't, especially the 32 I can't do. I can't do coffee anymore. I've switched to energy drinks, which is Ooh. you know worse for my body, but it doesn't do the terribleness yeah. that coffee does. And really, you know, when I was drinking coffee, it just made me appreciate every morning I didn't have to go to an office mm. for an office job because mm. how do they, how do people do it? Oh. How do you do it? Oh. Also, poopery has made a sincere change uh, in my life. Like, I don't you know. Use it? Oh, my God. I swear by it. <laughs> Literally, it's the brand I cannot get to sponsor me. But does it work with diarrhea? A hundred percent. Here's the thing. All it does is replace what you normally smell and associate with terrible with a different scent. So now when I smell oranges, I just associate that with Ooh. something terrible happened in here. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. it's um, But it's fantastic. Okay. And... Uh, I only learned about it because um, my photographer friend, Robin, she has a great question that she asks everyone, um, you know, like party question, where it's like, if you could only be associated with one brand for the rest of your life, what brand would you want it to be? And she swears by poopery, like on set, you know, if there's a bunch yeah. of people all sharing one bathroom and I didn't know what it was. I then went to the Webby Awards like two weeks later and these two reps from Poopery came up and they were like, hey, you're great. Tell me about your videos. I was like, oh, thanks. Very cool. What, what do you guys do? They're like, we work for Poopery. And I was like, oh my God, everyone else, get away from me. Excuse me. And then they sent me like their products and I tried them and I was like, this is really oh, great. I love, have you seen all the, the gurus talk about it? No. This is the best. So the gurus will like... They know about it? Yeah. They'll do like the room tour and they'll try to throw it in because they're, you know, sponsored. So they'll be like, this is my bathroom. Oh, and total side note, do you guys like hate the smell of your own fecal matter? (laughs) And it's just like like these like British, like I hate pooping and I hate it. And then like they show the poopery and then they do a tester and then like, anyways, back to my room tour. It's great. (laughs) As much as I want to pretend I don't have flaws, I poop. <laughs> and now you can cover it up like concealer on your face. Oh. Can you maybe explain what it is? Oh, poopery, yeah. <laughs> oh, sure. For those of you that don't know, one, I'm very sorry that you haven't known about this, and two, welcome to your new life. Um, poopery is a spray that basically um, covers the odor of shit in a bathroom. 
Mm. And it works. But the way it works is very specific. So you spray it into the toilet water yeah. and it creates a film. But you can also spray it afterwards and it still works. Really? Yeah, big time. Look, I've spent many days with poopery <laughs> and I have all like places, sizes, toilets. If we were in seventh grade, that would be such a great science for a project. Oh my God. It makes me believe in science again. Yeah. After I got that, I was like, this is the greatest magic trick <sighs> that I have ever experienced in my life. It makes me feel really powerful and also just really relatable. Mm. So here's to hoping that eventually poopery just fucking sponsors us. Um, Also, (laughs) they're the greatest company for puns. I didn't realize that there were so many puns about shit. Literally, Master Crapsman Mm -hmm. is like a bestseller that I buy everyone now as gifts to say thank you for anything. (laughs) Um, And then they have like shit and pretty. All of these names. They're too good. Anyway, on that note, we're going to take a quick break and hear from our sponsors from me at a future date that I have recorded this. So thank you, Self, for talking about this great brand that you're about to hear about. And when we get back, we're going to ask Shane some uh, questions from Twitter. Yay. Yeah. Hit it, me. Okay, we're back from commercial break. Thank you, me, for that great commercial. (laughs) And Shane was just telling us some hilarious Uber stories. And before we get into these Twitter questions, this one sounds like it has promise. So please enlighten us. Okay, well, the one I told you during the break, just so you guys know, long story short, an Uber driver I canceled on him. Uh, He got very upset. Um, He called me back when I got into my new Uber was right behind us, headlights honking, texting me, calling me, saying he's like following me. He knows my address. He has my card information. Um, and they're this not is like scary movie seventeen. Totally, like it was the worst. And and it was so scary. And then my new Uber driver was like, "I'll lose him. I'll lose him." So he takes me on the freeway and cutting oh people off, trying to get God. rid. Of him. I reported him. He's fired. Everything's good. Now he works for Lyft. Now <laughs> now works for Lyft. Um, the pink mustache makes him a little less scary. <laughs> Um, so then the next night, literally every night a bad Uber experience kept happening. And I kept doing it because I'm like, this is kind of fun. Maybe I'll write a book about it. <laughs> so the next night, this one was scary, but a little more like dark. So okay. I'm in the car and it's this old sweet lady and, and um, you know, really, really gross car. I don't know how she got past the Uber inspection. Like really scary gross. I don't gross. know that they actually have inspections Do they, for the uh, they might If it's not. Uber X, I feel like it's literally no holds barred. Yeah. Like they could show up with a wheelbarrow yeah. and they're going to take you to a place. There was plastic on the on the seat. It was really weird. Right. So um, as she's pulling over, she stops and then she turns around and she grabs my knee and looks at me and goes, something bad gonna happen. To you. Oh my God. I went, what? And then she goes, I don't know when. I don't know how. But something bad gonna happen to you, child. And I went, oh my God. Um, I don't, what are you talking about? And then she's like, I'm praying for you. And just turned back around slowly. And I'm like, I don't, I don't okay okay bye so then I got out and I gave her five stars because I'm too nice (laughs) it was so scary she was was she like auditioning for some terrible swamp woman in some horror movie or was it like Melissa McCarthy just doing a character in the front seat (laughs) oh god I wish that sounds awful no and then my uber driver yesterday's car broke down on the freeway and I had to walk home oh my because I got out of this is I'm not bullshitting the car breaks down luckily we're close to the exit he's like I'm going to fix it. I'm like, no, I just get out and I start walking off the exit of the freeway. Kind of scary. And then I pull up my Uber. I'm like, I'll get another Uber. Boom. Uber app needs to update now. So it's not updating. So I'm like, I'll just walk. I walked three miles home. 
That's crazy. It was horrible. I needed it though, let's be honest. Why? I now, like, I just want you to text me every time you're in an Uber to make sure you're safe because this sounds awful. I had that happen the other night where, you know, Uber, they, you think that they have checks and balances because it's mm. a dual rating system. So you're like, these guys have to be, you know, rated. Um, so they have to be on, like, their best behavior. But no, a guy, I was, like, at a friend's house and it was, like, 3 a.m. And I was ready to leave, I thought. And I called the Uber and then we got in another, like... You know, conversation that was really fun. So I was like, oh, I'll, I'll cancel. And then literally like a half hour later, when it's like, okay, now I'm gonna leave. I called the Uber again, and it was the same guy. And he mm. called me. He was just furious. He was like, oh. why did you cancel on me? I was like, I wasn't ready to go yet. He's like, no more canceling on me. Oh. And I was like, okay, sir. And then literally, it cost me like sixteen dollars on the way there to the friend's house. It cost me forty five dollars oh. on the way home. And I was like, four thirty in the morning. There's not gonna be any traffic. I don't remember that part of it. So I. Uh, yeah, I've gotten screwed so much like the next morning looking at how much an Uber has charged me, oh. which has been ridiculous. So oh. thank you for your sponsorship, Uber. <laughs> really fun. And that was L.A. talk. <laughs> yeah, I know. So isolating. Uh, okay, I got some questions from Twitter right. that are very poignant and very um, exciting. And people want to know a lot of things. People have a lot of mean things to say about you. <laughs> oh, which really? Is super fun. <laughs> That's a shock. <laughs> yeah, it's really so bizarre to be like, whoa, whoa, <laughs> that is just really mean. Why would you tweet that now? That I can screen grab that and li that lives forever now. I don't even look. I haven't looked at Twitter in so long. Uh, it's a crazy place. <laughs> um, okay, this person, Soph Henderson, wants to know: uh, finger-sized legs or leg-sized fingers? Wait, I need to I need to visualize. That. I know this took me a second. Finger so, size legs or leg size <laughs> fingers. I feel like I, for me, I have to go finger size legs. I guess because I feel like leg size fingers. I can't tweet with no. those kind of fingers. True. I'm supposed to eat sushi. True. Can't do it. Can't do it. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna agree mainly because like my legs are like the biggest thing. Sorry, don't want to get deep. I hate my legs so much, and I'm always like, I wish I had skinny legs. And if that, you had finger sized yeah. legs, you would lose so much weight. I'd lose so much weight. I'd be so happy with my life, <laughs> and it'd make everything else look so big. You could wear whatever you wanted. Anything. Yeah. Um, yeah. just rings for days. Oh. Okay. Uh, second, Lena. Who are you secretly in love with? Do you have like a celebrity crush? Do you have like someone that you've never met that you're like, oh my God. Like, okay, here's a question. Okay. Who is your like ungettable get for your podcast that you're like <gasps> ideal guest? Do you, I'm That's sure you such have a, big a ton. List. Yeah. <sighs> okay. It's, this coming from the guy that has had Tara Reed on his podcast. <laughs> Which, by the way, cold spaghetti. Kidding. I love her. <laughs> um, I mean, we can only hope for our season three that <laughs> oh she's available. I have her number. Let's call her. <laughs> Um, speaking of, okay, no, sorry. Um, <laughs> I have a voicemail to play for you later. Um, okay. Uh, God, it's a toss up between Kelly Clarkson and Kathy Griffin. <gasps> oh yeah. You talked, cause I watched yeah. your Larry King interview yeah. and you had talked about, um, Kathy Griffin is so like, I am really shocked that you guys haven't. Like, I've tried everything. I have emailed her, all her people. I have favorited all her tweets cause I thought hmm. maybe it would pop up in her verified section. Right. I've done everything I can. She hasn't responded. Interesting. She's well, busy. I mean, that Uber driver told you something terrible is going to happen. So maybe you guys will finally collab. And then it'll be bad. <laughs> it'll be so really terrible. Bad. And that woman will just pop up through the floorboards as like Bloody you. Mary. <laughs> um, okay, here's a question. Imagine Kelly wants to know if you could sing like any singer, who would it be? 
Is there anyone out there that has a voice that you're like, God, for me, it's Freddie Mercury. Like, I oh. wish I could have the stage presence and mm. the voice. Okay, okay. Yeah. I'm going to go with Trevor Moran. I mean, yeah, clearly, duh. Um, I, Not even just for his voice, just for his confidence. It's really actually it's so impressive. inspiring. It's very, I mean, I... My Trevor Moran story is really funny. When I first met him, it was backstage at VidCon, mm. like, three years ago, maybe. It was the first year that they were at the convention center and not in, like, a hotel. Mm. And I was getting ready to do... Shay, Carl, and I were, like, announcing, you know, a bunch of different acts on stage. And it got to the end of it, and the very end of it was going to be, like, um, was it Spandy Andy and a bunch of other dancers? Spandy. The guy that wears, like, spandex, and his name's Andy. It was carries, like, a boombox. Of course he does. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's, he's got a shtick. Um, <laughs> and it was a bunch of other dancers, and I guess Trevor had, like had a viral video or something of him dancing and that's kind of like how okay. or he was on x factor or yeah, something yeah, yeah yeah and so he was backstage and he was supposed to come out at the end and he literally was like there and i think he was like maybe 11 or 12 or whatever and he just goes do you know who i am to me and i was oh. just like no he's <sighs> like i'm like famous for dancing and i was like Oh, awesome, because you're about to dance. And I remember that's all you, he just went to everyone asking if they knew who he was. And I was so thrown off. One, because I was like super nervous about working with Shay and like trying to be funny on stage and announce this stuff that I was like, this is not what I need right now. I don't know who you are, but this is a first impression that will live with me for the rest of my life now. Um, And now he is something I aspire to be. It's that confidence that I just can't get. I never will be confident. I and think he has so much of it. It's insane. I think I'm too insecure and too self-aware of my insecurities to ever be that confident. I will never walk up to any person ever and shake their hand. I need them to do it to me. Yeah. And that's, I'm very much that way. It takes me a lot, a lot to go introduce myself to someone and be mm. the initiator of it. Mm. And I've gotten a lot of feedback recently being like, oh, your first impression is kind of that you're better than everybody. And I'm like, no, honestly, no, there is no, no, an no, internal no. struggle that's happening that's yeah. literally like, I am not confident enough to come up to yeah. you and shake your hand. It's not that I don't want to. It's that I really rather you initiate and then i will be nothing but the nicest person in the whole world same boat i'm in the same everybody thinks i'm such an asshole if they don't know just because i have resting asshole face also resting like dying kid face oh i've had um for years in new york i think i used to have like resting fear face where people will be like Mm. are you okay or like sad (laughs) face where i guess i would always be even when i'm just like pleasant and normal and comfortable people would literally come up to me and be like, are you okay? I guess I look like I just face tragedy (laughs) all the time. So I've been like trying to be more self-aware about like my resting face and what I look (laughs) like and trying to be like, oh, just smile a little bit (laughs) so that people will think something's wrong. Total side note, I need to remember after this is done because I don't want to talk about it here, but I need to remember to apologize for something that I emailed you and then we'll talk about it later. I need. I, I'll write it down in my inv- invisible notebook right here. Perfect. Awesome. <laughs> um, I don't remember anything that would ever need to be apologized for, so that's great. Also, that reminded me, I should check my emails. Well, it's pretty good, but also I feel like it'll if it's s- personal, we... it's not personal at all. But oh. I feel like it's. Listen, I'm one of those people, especially, and you know how it is. 
anything I say, like people would just be like, he's misogynist, he's homophobic, he's racist, he's a he's Yeah, that. people love labeling things. Love it. Yeah. Have you been to that website? Uh, what is it called? Like bitchbearacist.com? No. It's called something. Your your favorites are bad. What? <laughs> There's a website. We're all on it. It's called like your faves are Oh, your faves are problematical. Oh, I've seen like YouTube confession blogs where it's literally like a photo of me and being like, she is um, sexist or yeah, whatever yeah. it is. Like people were upset that Mitchell and I, I guess it, the po- in the podcast said something offensive to transgender people. I, I don't remember at all and don't have that okay. in my person to okay, ever okay. like put out into the universe perfect segue because this uh-huh. is my apology yeah. so you we were emailing about something a long time ago maybe six months ago mm-hmm. um oh you were asking for my for my address to send me a book oh, okay um and then i wrote you back something like congrats on the new book and then and i just said eat shit you said eat shit die racist blackface <laughs> asshole and then i wrote back no um so then i thought it'd be funny if i like sent a picture I don't know. So I Googled Grace Helbig book. And then like one of the first things that popped up was a picture of you looking shocked. And then some like scribbled like Microsoft paint over it that just said transphobe. With oh, a that's, sad yeah. Face. No, that's what it came from. People <laughs> were saying that Mitchell and I were transphobes and from I, this podcast. And I, and, I, and I sent you an email. I said, I love the cover of your new book. <laughs> and I put that picture because I'm like, I just Googled your book and this one came up. And there was like no response. I'm like, oh my God. So then I Googled Grace Hubbick transphobe and I fell into the drama and I'm like, oh my God, it was a sore subject. It was a wound. No, I scratched no, it. I salted no, no, it. Not at all. Here's the thing is that I have a really serious problem where in my mind, I reply to emails and I never actually do it. And people, and I, it will literally, I looked at that. Now that you're saying that, I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe that that exists on uh, Google Images. And in my mind, that's the email I had sent back to you without actually oh, physically doing I felt it. So, I just remembered it. I felt so bad. And you're not the, the first day. person that's brought like that kind of thing up to me Who where it's like, I picture? emailed you like a joke. Was that okay? Because I didn't <laughs> respond. Because in my head, I was laughing and commenting on it that it was like, that's already responded to. And then it's like, the reality is, I've just left you open ended to think that I, you poured salt on this huge wound oh, that I've been sewing up for months. I felt so bad. It was, yeah. And now I'm like afraid to even go back and listen to the Mitchell podcast because people got very offended by people it. get offended listen and I know I offend everybody every day but people get offended by it. literally you can't make this is why I love Joan Rivers so much yeah don't you can't make a joke anymore not any joke I, yeah. I probably said 12 things today include people are probably gonna be like, oh you're against diarrhea like I've said so many things <laughs> you're against it's just ridiculous diarrhea for president to diarrhea um <laughs> oh he oh he's running yeah oh which actually leads me to my next question Helbigail asks how to deal with diarrhea at school I have a theory. What's that? Okay, so I used to be a bedwetter. I would pee my pants whenever I laughed. So my brother would always, um, <laughs> if I peed my pants at a birthday party or at a family function, my brother would spill soda on my lap and be like, oh no, Shane needs new pants. This is when I was like 14, oh, by the well, way. that's very nice of your brother yeah. to have that system. Yeah, yeah. so di- I did it to the, a girl at prom when she got her period in her white dress. I mm-hmm. put ketchup on it. Like I, I've done this a lot to help people. So diarrhea, that's very easy. Yeah. Beans, a burrito, cover it in something. Oh, I spilt. Oh, I had an accident. Yeah. I think that's fantastic. Yeah. So <laughs> always have refried beans in your locker always. just in case. Mm-hmm. I also think that you can having spare clothes in general in yeah. life somehow like the backseat of my car has so many 
cl- uh, like shirts and, mm-hmm. and pants there that were supposed to be brought up to my closet that just never happened. And now I'm just keeping them there in case there's a situation where yeah. I'm like, well, ruin these pants. Thank God I have four more in the back seat right now. I bring extra tight underwear everywhere I go because <laughs> I love the feeling that girdles, you know, that, like a girdly feeling when you put on tight underwear and everything's like... Oh, yeah, like, like <laughs> Spanx. Let's um, not call it that. Well, <laughs> <laughs> but yes, uh, yeah, no, I am big into Spanx underneath oh. the things that are that are form fitting mm-hmm. because it really does the way like you give dogs anxiety coats where mm. it's literally like giving them a little spandex shirt yeah. because it makes them comfortable that something's hugging them tightly. Oh. Yeah, that's how I feel about Spanx. It mm. just makes me feel like um, <laughs> safe. <laughs> okay, this is from Grace's laugh. What would you do in the Big Brother house? Oh. <gasps> Oh, sore subject. No, Got Big it. Brother's my favorite show of all time. Above really? any other show in the world. I've only seen, because um, now I've hung out with Frankie Grande a couple of times, and <sighs> he is one of like the nicest people yeah. I have met in my life as an adult, mm-hmm. which... I, you know, he's such a character yeah. in like his public life that you assume like, oh, he must yeah. just be a complete character and not relatable. And he's sincerely so nice. Um, and so I've only seen like one episode of the past season that he oh, was on. Which is why I'll never go on Big Brother because he is such a nice person. I met him too. Yeah. And he's the worst Big Brother. He was so horrible on that show. He was so rude, so crazy, really? so like not self-aware. But I think it's something about that show that turns people into monsters. That's why I can't go on Well, it. think about it. You're in a house that you cannot oh. leave. I would literally have endless panic attacks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They'd be like, she's weak. And I'd be like, yeah, <laughs> I am. I have anxiety because this oh. is not a normal living situation. No. It's the worst. I can't even. I've never it's even. Hunger Games. Roommate. It's oh. literally Hunger Games. You're asking yeah. America to watch you and judge you and give you tasks that you have to do secret oh. of other people. It's oh. bonkers. And the British one, which I've been watching lately because they have the celebrity British Big Brother right now. Oh, yeah. And it's so hardcore. It's so different. No Julie Chen. No, she's too easy. <laughs> she's too nice. Literally, it's shit like you're stuck in a dark cave for five days with no bread oh and have God. fun. It's like that's their, their way of Big Brother is psychologically damaging the person. Yeah. It's great. It's, um, yep, it's entertainment. It literally, then you go back and you read Hunger Games books and you're like, oh yeah, I was watching the Super Bowl the other day and I was like, yeah, these, we're having, this is an arena where people are just watching men hit each other and it's put on this big screen and there's all these sponsors and there's all these advertising. I was like, this is Hunger Games. Oh, Oh. what's this? Is it MMA? Is that what it's called? Oh yeah. Like somebody's uh, playing that at Chuck E. Cheese. What? And I like to frequent in Chuck E. Cheese once in a while. Um, you live a <laughs> just live it up. Dangerous life. <laughs> and somebody was playing it on the TV, and it, literally a guy was just punching another guy so hard that it was like tooth, tooth, uh, tooth. Nose fell off, eyeball fell off, <laughs> gouging of the eyeball, whatever. And I'm just like, what's going on? He won already. He won. Oh my god. Horrible. It's crazy. I was on at midnight um, a little while ago, and they have this segment called Hugs or Thugs, mm. where they show you two seconds of video of a kid, and you have to decide. Based before you see the rest of the video, if it's a hug, like something nice happens, mm. the kid does something nice, or if the kid's a thug, if mm. something happens, literally, like all of the videos was a kid being like playing with trucks and the dad being like, say hi to Vine, and like then you have to judge, and then you watch the rest of the video, and it's sort of like, fuck you, motherfucker, Vine, <laughs> and you're like, oh my god, why is this kid so angry? Oh. And all of them were like all that. It was like a little girl eating spaghetti. He's like, how you like that spaghetti? Shut up, bitch. And oh, like eating thug spaghetti. kid compilations. Those are my favorite thing in the world. But it makes me so sad. Oh. What are they so angry about? Why are they so angry? I was, I was so confused, and like my heart was like clenching itself and just trying to hug itself to be like, we're oh. okay, everything's okay. Um, speaking of that. <laughs> 
This question is from Aaronic88. How do you deal with fanatics, people that are like overly obsessed? Have you had, I'm sure you've probably had some kind of like scary situations or creepy situations. Um, I get too close. Really? I literally like, I, if I, if somebody's, cause I have. <laughs> so basically that guy who showed you into his Pixar mattress. That's exactly what I do. It's just a huge Shane Dawson fan. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No, the, the, my problem is that because I feel I always have that need of wanting to be liked, you know, I'm not an asshole. I'm a nice person. I yeah. take it too far and I'll like become friends with them and like let them into my person. Like yeah. I, I, too much. Um. So everything that's bad has happened because of my own doing. I guess I had one girl at the gym who who put, this was a few years ago, put her hand on my pants <gasps> and grabbed my, like, not great package, especially cold, sweaty package. So you had, like, a Shia LaBeouf moment. Did he do that? And apparently, he, there's rumors that he was doing um, a performance art piece and he says he got raped by a couple <gasps> that came to I remember him. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Good for him. Um, something it's a weird scenario it's, it's a I don't yeah I don't quite get that I yeah. feel like I could who do you think is going to be this is kind of gossipy whatever mm-hmm. who do you think is going to be like the first YouTuber to become that like an Amanda Bynes Shia LaBeouf like train wreck crazy that's so interesting because I was watching um, the the Fine Brothers do their YouTubers react to um, YouTube Rewind and oh, yeah. they were talking about how uh, like with I just seen and with Rhett and Link they had made predictions last year and they were telling them this is what you predicted last year oh. what do you think is going to happen and they told I just seen last year you predicted that a YouTuber will have an Amanda Bynes like meltdown do you think that that's happened and if not who do you think it's going to be and she literally instantly said oh yeah it happened Sam Pepper and I was like, oh, oh yeah, I forgot about that. <gasps> oh, my God. By the way, I just yeah. seen my Uber driver. <laughs> <laughs> that was her. Um, yeah, I don't I don't know that Sam, Sam Pepper had an Amanda Bynes-like meltdown. No, because he was that's pretty like, aware and pretty... Yeah, yeah. and coherent. Yeah, and yeah, Amanda yeah. Bynes is, like, inexplainable and very strange. Um, I, I don't know. That's the thing is that you see so much of a YouTuber in... Or so much of one side of a YouTuber in... Yeah their videos and then it's always kind of a crapshoot when you meet them in real life like how are they going to be are they going to be like themselves in the videos are they going to be much more removed are they going to be much more on what is what am i going to get yeah. from this person i don't know i have a top three okay. <laughs> <laughs> you're like i've been doing some experiments and these are the results no i watch very closely like i you know we talk about hate yeah. watching i love a good hate watch mm-hmm. um but yeah, there's some people that I watch and I'm like, oh no, I can see it coming. And it's interesting to watch somebody slowly fall apart while daily vlogging where oh. it's like every day, like the, it gets a little more psycho, a little crazier, a little scarier, a little sadder. Um, a little too That's my jam. Open. And way too open. Yeah, that may, that's where I have like personal checks and balances of yeah. like, what am I actually putting out into the universe? Yeah. And yeah. And it's going to be there forever. Can you tell us your top three or is that private information? I feel like that's kind of mean. I'll tell you later, but okay. I'll give you a hint. Okay. Um, Are they daily vloggers? I guess one of them is. Yeah, okay. technically a yeah, daily vlogger. Yeah, I have I have theories, but <laughs> who really knows at this point? It's like up in the air. Mm-hmm. I thought Amanda Bynes was, you know, comedy inspiration for someone oh, like me. She was so amazing. She did it. Um, well, <laughs> on this note of me now wanting to end the podcast so I can hear Shane's <laughs> top three, um, I'm going to give you the gift that everyone gets as part of being my guest on the podcast. Um, I just need to find my phone. 
But anyway, the gift that you get that every person gets is that you can tweet anything you want from my Twitter account. <gasps> oh, okay. Yeah. Um, uh, you'll get this opportunity that a lot of people don't get to actually think about what you want to tweet. Um, just, I ask you, because you're Shane Dawson, please nothing homophobic and nothing racist. I was literally going to tweet, Shane Dawson is not a racist. <laughs> oh, I mean, that, yeah, you can tweet that. It's a that, strong statement. Yeah, that's <laughs> That fine. puts you on a side. I feel like this is the part of the podcast that is the most, like, psychological analysis of mm. someone. It's that, uh, I think I put it on silent right before you I said, oh, it's right here, yay! Yay! Um, Literally, I have been very surprised by so many people and what they've tweeted. And it really teaches me a lot about them as human beings. Um, because, you know, Vsauce, to be honest, has been the most shocking. Literally, most intelligent human I've maybe been around mm -hmm. as of late in my life. Just tweeted like, I have terrible sloppy diarrhea. And I was like, really? You could spell di I can't spell diarrhea. I, that was going to be one of my questions. Could you spell nope. diarrhea? Because I spell it differently constantly. No. I know there's an H in there, diarrhea, diarrhea. somewhere. <laughs> it's, yeah, I can't spell diarrhea and I can't spell definitely. Never. Uh, I'm fine with definitely. Okay, um, I'll let you tweet anything that you want to. Just please nothing homophobic or racist. Okay. It's my only ask. So I can do... Um, no. <laughs> I don't even want to know. Um, if an Uber driver shows up at my house after you tweet this, I'm going to be real pissed. <laughs> um, I think actually the person that did the worst damage tweeting was Tyler Oakley. What did he tweet? He tweeted, you're all perfect just the way you are, period. Oh, I know it's like, was and everyone was like, Grace cares about us. See, guys, she does love her fans. We love you. I needed that. And I was like, oh, my God. You I ruined my brand. <laughs> I literally was writing you guys from my world with a sad crying face. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. You can put oh, anything fuck. you want. I'll stop giving okay. a... <laughs> oh, got it. Okay. And you can send it, and then I'll read it after. like weird shit has been getting tweeted from my account um a lot recently that i'm like the e-execs must be sitting at home being like she's having a meltdown <laughs> we need to figure this out <laughs> we've made a terrible choice okay hold on just capitalizing one of the letters yeah please um Nothing homophobic, nothing racist, and no spelling errors. And tweet. Okay. It's sent. Okay, here it is. So excited to announce my new co-host for my talk show is Tara Reed. Let's get it trending, guys. Tara Unhelvick. Shane! Oh, my God! I win the internet. Oh, my God! <laughs> Rockstar picked it up oh. and YMZ picked it up. <laughs> Literally, I am watching Tumblr notes just accumulate. Oh my God. Feel free to delete it as soon as you can. I might have to because I can see every uh, executive producer of my production company being like, What the fuck did Grace just tweet? Oh my God. Please delete it now because Tara's going to believe I it. I know. Oh my God. Okay. 
I well, I'll just do a follow up. I won't delete it. Oh I'll, no, because it, it's it's getting a lot of retweets. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, it's already been favorited 126 times. Oh my god, that was all by Tara, by the way. And then literally, oh. someone just said, "Did Shane have a meltdown?" Question mark. Um, Okay, this might be the first one that I've ever had to delete uh, because it's too much. So everyone's like, what? Oh, my God, cool. Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay. Um, well, I have a pseudo meltdown and figure out what to do with my Twitter. Um, thank you, Shane Dawson, for being here on the podcast. Thank you. Make sure that you guys go check uh, check out Shane and Friends, Shane's podcast. Yay. Where's the easiest way for them to find it? SoundCloud.com slash Shane and Friends. Awesome. And also, he's everywhere on social media and maybe too much on social media. Yeah, and the tweet and is deleted. I just deleted it. I'm sorry. I can't let that catch up. <laughs> I know literally I'm going to get a call from Tara Reed's people being like, is this true? <laughs> and by that, it's her. Oh, and this is where Grace Helvig questions if this gets stay, uh, if this part of the podcast continues for all the rest of the podcast. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, I just want to know if Tara Helvig gets trending worldwide. Oh, that would be so good. Uh, okay, guys, make sure that you go over to my YouTube channel because Shannon and I are about to do a challenge that really doesn't matter now, but it's going to happen. Um, again, Shannon, thank you for being here. Thank you. Um, yeah, go follow. Follow him on his Twitter because there's more. Follow of that. Tara Reed. <laughs> Thanks, guys. See you later. Too deep. Too deep. Too deep. Not too deep. With Grace Helbig. Not Too Deep is a production of Grace Helbig Incorporated, produced and directed by Jack Ferry. Thanks to Eileen and everyone at the YouTube space, and an extra special thanks to Flula for our awesome theme music. 